Welcome in, friends. This is Voice in the Kingdom. We're here on a Tuesday on the Box 2 Radio Network. We're grateful for the opportunity to be with you, and thanks for tuning in and supporting us and what the Lord is doing here in Central Kentucky over the air for 20 Kentucky counties. And, of course, we're online at box2radio.com. That's the number two in box2radio.com. And also, you can download the Box 2 Radio app. And all right, we uh, have a lot going on this morning, and we're so grateful to have uh, Brother Jeff Arrington on the phone with us from Marshall, Texas. We also have Randy Squire here in the studio, and we'll have an 8 a.m. guest here in a little bit. Brother Jeff, how are you doing this morning? Wonderful, brother. Wonderful. Amen. I can't complain, man. I just can't complain. Now, when you have the Lord, you just can't complain, brother. Amen. Well, that's that's good. That's good news and a good attitude right there. And uh, with everything craziness going on, just got done reading the news. And uh, I'm always glad to have somebody bring the word in after I'm done reading the news. It makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> so. y'all, y'all doing good there in Kentucky, man. Yeah. I know it's tough, but, uh, you know. Yeah, we're doing all right, brother. You know, I mean, you know, it's one thing. I almost say this daily now is, you know, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. I mean, it's just the thing that we got to come back down to. And uh, there's a lot of stuff happening with all the different things going on in the in the United States and in the world. And then even here in our own state, you know, there's all kinds of legal battles over some of this stuff with the governor. And then I, from what I understand, there's legal battles going on even there in, in Texas with some of the orders from oh, the yeah. governor as well. And um but man, yeah, man, the Lord is still on the throne. <laughs> yeah, there's clashing and skirmishes everywhere, brother. I mean, I, but uh, you know, uh, you know, God always have the answer, though. He He chose us, and that's what I want to discuss today. You know, we were chosen from the, the foundation of the world. Amen. And uh, even Paul had the revelation. You know, we were preordained, predestinated. Mm. This ecclesia. And uh, I believe God is bringing us now into the understanding of, of who we are in this generation, because in every generation He has a people uh, for that time. Yeah. And right now we living in unprecedented times, man. We living in a lot of firsts, first, you know. <laughs> <laughs> even even our president, he, he his first administration, man, he did a lot of first things that no other president has ever done, you know. Yeah. So. And we see the wicked one. He's doing a lot of things we've never seen before either. But uh, I just thank God for this calling that I received from him years ago and uh, to be a part of the remnant that he's prepared, see, for this hour. And the Lord always has an answer. You know, we can go all the way back to to the book of Samuel uh, where Hannah prayed for a son, and and, uh, God gave her a son right on time when Israel was rebellious and they they had lost the, the you know the the glory of God had, had, had left, but but God had a Samuel, glory to God, Amen. Uh, a, a young man that, that that could hear his voice and bring his voice to the nation when they needed it, because the the glory had departed. They call it Igabal. The glory had departed from Israel, you know, and and the Philistines that took over, but God had a Samuel. So He always has a remnant, a person, a mm-hmm. man, for the time, and. Uh, I like to encourage this this remnant out there that we are uh, the chosen. See, God chose us Amen. for this hour. Uh, so think it not strange what we see and what we're going through. Uh, the Lord believes He's prepared us for this. And uh, I have a scripture out of uh, John 15 verse 16. 
even Jesus said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you, see, that you should go and bring forth the fruit of it. This is the kingdom, because the kingdom is all about bringing forth fruit, man. And uh, that you should go forth and bring fruit, and that your fruit shall remain. Yeah. And uh, that whatsoever you shall ask of my Father, in my name, he will give it to you. See, because we're producing fruit as a remnant that God's prepared that's producing fruit that has an audience with God. We can make a difference. See, the body of Christ make a difference. Yeah. And, and, and that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And uh, to this remnant, when Satan says no, God says yes. Yes. <laughs> we just got to give in to his yes. God yes. says yeah. no. Huh? I said, we just got to give in to his yes. Amen. Yes. It's all about being in, in, in his vineyard, being his sons and his daughters. Mm-hmm. This remnant that, that met Jesus years ago. I believe there's a great remnant that met the Lord years ago and that was trained by him and know him, know him see, and that have influence with him. And uh, that's what our nation needs. Our nation needs people that know know God. That's right. People that can get the ear of the Lord right now, see, because it's powerful, man. The prayers of a righteous man avails much. Mm. Yes. And uh, God said that my eyes open to the righteous, my ears open to the righteous. And uh, uh, he's commanded us everywhere to, to, to pray. Men ought to always pray and not faint and uh, not give up, not quit, not lose heart. Mm. <laughs> All this is a command to the remnant. Don't give up, you know. And uh, Psalms 24, verse 6 says that, that we are that generation. See, we, the gen- we are the generation that will seek his face. He knew that. He knew you. He knew me. He knew those that are out there that, that stand with it. That's in His will. He knew us. Amen. And uh, He knew we would we would seek His face in this hour. Hmm. He knew we wouldn't give up, you know, and give in. That's right. This is the generation. He said, "This is the generation of them that will seek Him, seek His face." See, and those are intercessors. Those are ones that that stand in the gap for this time that we're in. Hmm. Where we see Satan and he's moving and he's he's trying to kill, steal, and destroy. He's you know he's he's deceiving and and, and uh, maneuvering, but we see him. See? Yeah, amen. We see him like you said. We don't rise against flesh and blood. We look behind the scenes, you know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that's one thing he's trying to do, you know, with even with this COVID nineteen, you know, keeping the saints from praying, keeping the saints from assembling, you know, he wants to keep us hid and keep us hiding and, and, you know, put something over our mouth. And I said, no, 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 no. Open your mouth. Pray. Speak. Prophesy. Mm. Lord God. Yeah. Yeah. But, but even in the natural, he wants to cover our mouths. He wants us to hide behind caves and out. That's not, that's not the wisdom of God. That's right. You know, and I, I believe the wisdom of God deals with God putting these bodies to, to recover from any type of disease, any type of thing that's in the world. And if we get out there, our bodies will naturally begin to build an immunity against whatever Satan's trying to do. So mm. Just by being out there, we begin to develop immunities. And uh, see, Satan wants us to hide behind caves and, and hope COVID pass. No, 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 no. God wants to live by faith. Mm-hmm. Live by faith. And if you if you study history, all the plagues and all this stuff, eventually our bodies develop antibodies or, or immune the immunity against that that right. that, that invasion. See. But you look at Satan. Well, he wants he wants to hide and and, and, and you know uh, 
uh, uh, stay apart, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, to keep us from building immunities, to keep us from uh, assembling, keep us from uh, going about our life. And they say, you know, COVID-19 is ruling everything. Yeah, it's, it's coming against unity all by itself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you got these see these politicians are selling the nation out based upon their agenda. See, that's it. Yeah, yeah, based upon their agenda. Yeah, mm. and not, not leadership. They're being told what to do. See, yeah. we need true leadership. Yeah, that's, that's why I thank God for the present leadership, president and our governor. See, I know y'all struggling with your governor because see, he's being led by by his own interests in other groups, mm-hmm. not not the best interest for America. Right. So we're looking for men who, who have the people in mind, yeah. the, the, the care of the flock, the care of the people. Mm-hmm. We, we, serve a, we serve a higher agenda. <laughs> there you go. Not, not, not our, you know, our own interests and our own agendas. No, what the, the greater good for the people. That's what government is for, right? Right. That's it's the heart of God. Be. See, God so loved the world, he sent his son. God's heart is for the people. <laughs> Amen. Not, not his special interests, you know. Mm. Man, or, or, or yeah, and you know this has been warfare ever since this this man was elected. There's been war. Yeah, there's been, there's been impeachments. There's been all type of accusations. I've been all. I mean, why wouldn't the nation try to get together? Let's help this guy. Let's help this president. Let's make this this nation successful. You mm. don't see that. Yeah, because he shook it up, man. He shook it up. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, the enemy is upset. Yeah, you see, <laughs> the enemy is upset, and so. There's a clashing of kingdoms, man. Every I'm telling you, every time you turn on TV, like you said, every time you turn on the news, you can see it, brother. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Uh, well, let's uh, let's go ahead and get into this first break right here. And we're talking about being this chosen people. What a time to to yeah. be alive! And and uh, we're gonna take this break mm-hmm. right here. We've got an opportunity to do so. We'll get another segment with you before we get our guest on here in a little bit. Uh, so we'll take this break to honor our sponsors and underwriters of the Box Two Radio Network. We got more with uh, brother Jeff Arrington here on Voice in the Kingdom. back friends this is voice in the kingdom here on a tuesday and tuesdays mean we have our friend from the lone star state we have brother jeff errington on the phone with us and uh, we also have randy squire here in the studio and uh, we're talking about being a chosen people and throughout the history uh, god always has a chosen people that are ready to rise up when it's time and that remnant and that time is now the warfare is now i mean it is it's more intense than I don't know, other than maybe the dark ages or something. I don't know, but this this is something else. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. But we're blessed to be here, though, brother. This I time, the Lord believes in us. See, that's the thing. I, I, I think thankful for my father. He believes in us, man. And uh, uh, how you doing, Randy? Randy is there with you? Good morning. Yeah, he's here. He said good morning to you. Well, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm telling you, man, God believes in us. He believes in his people. He believes in his own training, his, his own fathering. We're his sons, his offspring, and uh, we're up for the challenge. Uh, I believe we're more than conquerors. You mm, know, we have this, this uh, uh, spirit in us that, that, that's an overcoming spirit. You know, we overcome every, every obstacle, every situation. 
And that was a, there was a situation in the book of uh, Luke, verse 18. Uh, Jesus began to speak a parable, you know, and, uh, in Luke 18. Uh, let's see, it says verse 1. And he spoke a parable unto them, to the end, men ought to always pray, not to faint, not to quit, not to lose heart, not to grow weary, not to turn and run, uh, never faint, but always pray. That lets me know Christ knew something about prayer. Now, I'm not talking about religious, you know, uh, all this repetition, this saying stuff from the brain. I'm talking right. about governmental, understanding governmental prayer, right. understanding the, all the facets, Paul's praying, all types of prayer, but from a spiritual standpoint. From a heavenly position, that's what governmental prayer is. That yeah. we're seated with Christ, and we pray from a governmental place, yes. not a begging, not a begging place, mm -hmm. but authoritative place. See, that's right. And, and here we see the parable that Christ said, "Men ought to always pray." That let me know prayer can change situations. Prayer mm -hmm. can alter uh, our circumstances. Prayer can bring a divine government in upon a natural situation and overrule it. <laughs> That's right. It's throughout the Bible, see. Uh, 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 an example, you know, Daniel, uh, they, they threatened Daniel to, to feed him to the lions if he didn't stop praying. Hmm. You know, Satan schemed up something with some of the governors and the rulers of the land. They schemed up something, and, and they tricked the king in there. And, uh, they wanted Daniel to stop praying. Why do you think Satan didn't want him to pray? Because it's very effective, see, very powerful. And he was praying three times a day, and he was calling on the name of the Lord, and things were beginning to change, and there began to be divine and governmental movement in heaven, angelic movement. Daniel was, was on target. And uh, they say, you know, uh, they throw him into the den, and Satan wants to stop him from praying. That's why I said when, when Satan says he's going to throw you into the den, God tells Daniel, I'm going to promote you. Mm, that's right. <laughs> so we see prayer got Daniel promoted, not devoured. Mm. And forget what the enemy's saying. We keep seeking God. There's no stopping us. That's right. There's no stopping us. See, because we have a righteous judge. And here Jesus is making a parable talking about an unrighteous judge. And there was a widow in that city, and she kept coming to the judge, the scripture says. And uh, and uh, the Bible says that she was wearing the judge out, man. <laughs> <laughs> she just kept coming, kept coming. And, and listen to this. It says in verse 3, And there was a widow in the city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while. But afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because of her. This widow troubleth me. I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she wear me out. <laughs> <laughs> and the Lord said, Hear what the unjust just said. In other words, by her continual coming, she, the judge began to to uh, uh, change, have a change of heart. Yeah. And then Jesus, how much more, see, will a just God hear us? Hmm. A just God, a squeaky wheel that that'll, that'll, a squeaky wheel that'll actually get the oil, huh? That's right. <laughs> and uh, those that will continue, continue to seek His face, yeah. continue to call upon His name. And I have a little little quote called: "It says persistence will always break the resistance. Mm. If we stay persistent, 
whatever was just resisting us, persistence in, in the word, proclaiming the word, declaring the word, praying the word, will break the resistance. Praying in the Holy Spirit, playing those tongues, man, declaring heaven on earth, it's going to break the resistance mm. because it's a stronger force. See? Amen. It's a strong force. And uh, that's what happened in the book of Acts when uh, they grabbed Peter and they wanted to kill him, but, but prayer was made by the church, by the ecclesia, continually for Peter. And heaven began to move. God sent an angel. And uh, they had to lose his shackles, man. Had, Satan couldn't kill him because prayer was made. Hmm. I'm telling you, we can make a difference in this nation. Yeah, God's people. That's why we're here, to make a difference. Jesus said, I tell you, if you pray, God will hear you. Amen. And then he goes on to say, he says that, <clears throat> and shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith on the earth? Will he find men and women continuing in their belief that God is a God that will answer prayer? That the Lord is a Father that will, will meet our needs? That we cry out to him? David said, I cried unto the Lord. He heard my cry and delivered me. Hmm. God will hear. See, we can't depend on just the arm of the flesh. And uh, we can't depend on people to do right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Everybody, we, can't, we can't depend on everybody to do right and vote right and do all that. But we can cry out to the living God, Amen. who will make a difference, see, for this nation and, and the future generation of our children. See, yes, mm. he'll make a difference. Amen. But that persistence will break the resistance. I like that. You know, brother, you were talking about. <clears throat> Go ahead. Go ahead, Randy. You were talking a few minutes ago about speaking, and uh, you also said something about Daniel, and I was reminded in Daniel three where. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was yeah. to bow down. And uh -huh. in verse 17, it said, If it be so, our God is, that we serve is able to deliver us from the fiery furnace. But before yeah. he said that, you know, he said, you know, we're not careful in answering this matter. You know, there was a boldness in mm -hmm. trusting in God. They stood before the, the very king, which, you know, back then his, his word was law. And he, he said, uh, our God is able to deliver us from the first and out of your hand. So, I mean, there was a, there was a extreme boldness there. And yeah. he said, but if not, be it known to the king that will not serve you. So, I mean, he drew a line, a <laughs> deep line in the sand. And today you see such a, a compromise. Yeah. Well, uh -huh. you know, there's, there's many ways to God. Or there's many ways to heaven. And this and that. And when I've talked to young people, uh, when the subject of polit politics come up, there's no true uh, line drawn in the sand. Very seldom do you see that. And right. just like you said earlier, we need true leadership. True leadership isn't perfect, but they say, this is what I stand for, period. Yes. You know, like the phrase exactly. is, come hell or high water, we stand, I stand for this. And mm -hmm. very seldom do you see somebody standing for truth and righteousness when it comes to uh, political matters, you know? Yeah. Do you, yeah. It's almost like a hireling is what it reminds you of, someone that's hired mm -hmm. hired on. 
But in the midst of that, you know, he said, you know, our God's able. He's more than able to deliver us, but if not, we're still not going to bow. And it, one thing I noticed here, it said, basically, Nebuchadnezzar's countenance changed against him. So he mm-hmm. was, not only was he in fury, but people could see a difference. And that's what we see the enemy doing now is <clears throat> he's raging against, you know, the, the true believers and somebody that will stand. Mm-hmm. But just there you, like, there you go. Just like the... Uh, what a- Yes, it man. You know, just like the uh, the giant with David, you know, he he uh-huh. dictated, and he held a whole army at bay. One man held a whole army at bay because he dictated the the, uh, the way we're going to fight. Mm-hmm. It's like, who gives you the right to dictate anything? Mm-hmm. You know, right. and God showed right. His power by sending a little boy. Yeah, uh-huh. that wasn't even armored. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Well, that's that faith that. Uh, he said, shall I find faith? And see, that's what those Hebrew boys had. Shall I find faith? See, their faith was still in God. No matter what the circumstance was, they didn't bow because their faith was in God. And here Jesus says, shall I find faith on the earth? Shall I find faith like the Hebrew boys, like David had, like Daniel had? Shall I find faith? I say, yes. See, there's a remnant that's still holding on to God. And uh, even said in Elijah's days, I have 7,000. Elijah would come and complain, I'm the only prophet left. No, no, no. He said, I have 7,000 have bowed to Baal. I have a remnant, glory to God. They hadn't sold out. They're standing firm. Yeah, he had a little and bit I, of a pity party there. <laughs> yeah. Don't we That's all? It. <laughs> yeah. But we're not the only ones, see. God right. got much people, much people in much cities. So we're in this thing together. And I, and I think that, that the Lord is, by his spirit, is weeding out the weak and uh, let the weak say I'm strong, but he's weeding out those that, that are fearful and unbelieving. Hmm. And uh, those that are living by faith will make a difference, Quincy. Yeah. Well, even, we're making a difference. Even Jesus said, when I return, will I find faith on the earth? Uh-huh. And sometimes you wonder if he is. All right, here at the bottom of the hour, uh, we are going to get Brother Jeff Arrington back on the phone, but we also have our second trivia question to get out there for you folks, and so we want to make sure to get that out there. Our second trivia question this morning is presented by Billy Richardson for Breckenridge County Sheriff. Our second question this morning, what were the three unrepentant communities that Jesus pronounced woe upon? 270-257-2689. There were three communities that he pronounced woe upon that were unrepentant communities. What are those three? 270-257-2689. We will be right back on Voice in the Kingdom. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Malachi 4, 5 and 6, from the Box 2 Radio Network. And we are back with Voice in the Kingdom. 
Thank you, Anita. We always have as much talking during the break as we do on the air, so we're always having a good time here in the studio. We're going to bring Jeff Arrington back in now. We just had a great conversation with Jennifer Evaz and her book, Prophetic Secrets, Learning the Language of Heaven. And then I asked her right there at the end, Jeff, I don't know if you were uh, tuning in right there at the end, but uh, I asked her if she had a word for our listeners there right at the last little bit, and she said to walk and enforce victory. And I said, hey, I've heard that before. (laughs) Brother (laughs) Jeff Arrington shared that with us before. Uh, So that was pretty good confirmation there uh, for what you've been talking about since the beginning of 2020. So. Uh, and that comes yeah, right up with what we're talking about today, being a chosen people for this time to enforce and walk in uh, that victory that is ours. Yes, you know, and I, that is so true about enforcing that victory because the Calvary is still speaking that the cross is, is the eternal victory that we get to live off, see forever. And uh, a lot of saints need to take advantage of that victory and learn how to enforce it in their lives because the devil just not going to lay down and let you just, you know, enjoy your success. You have to enforce it. That's it. And uh, by by decreeing it and laying hold of it, uh, like you said, that faith, faith is an action word. Mm. Faith is, is, is movement. It's, it's something that, that connects and keeps us connected uh, to heaven and to the Lord. And that's why he said, you know, shall I find faith? Shall I find people continuing, you know, in my word? It says in John eight thirty one. then Jesus said to the Jews which believed on him, if you continue in my word, how does faith come? By hearing, yeah. hearing by the word, see, hearing by the word. So those that continue in the, in the word, see, their faith is built up, and, and faith is a living thing. It's an active living thing. Mm. And uh, uh, this is the difference between those that, that know the history of Jesus, and that knows that know the Jesus of history. See, and a lot of times, you know, a lot of Christians they study <clears throat> the Bible like a history book. It, you know, it's no different. Like you know, studying one of the presidents, George Washington. You know, we studied all the presidents, and uh, we know something about him because facts and history, but we have never met him in person. It's something about the saint that encounters God in person. And, and continues that living relationship uh, throughout his life that makes the difference. And uh, that's the remnant, see, that, that Satan fears the most, those that know Jesus. Amen. You, I'm talking you about intimately. Of, you yeah. reminded me of Saul. Go ahead, Randy. You reminded me of Saul. You know, he sat at the very feet of Gamaliel, and yet he didn't know. Mm-hmm who he was because he didn't right. he knew about the book but he didn't know the author mm-hmm. and when he right. fell he said who art thou lord right you know? that's it he knew he was lord he's like who are you and he said jesus yeah. whom thou persecutes you know that's it. he knew uh-huh. he knew about the book or the law but he didn't know yeah. the author and then yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what was amazing so is true. right after that you mm-hmm. saw a natural thing that was happening in the spirit mm-hmm. he was blind in the spirit until he yeah. had that encounter. And then in the natural, he was blinded. Well, that's it right there. He open. had a relationship with the Jewish religion, see? Right. And uh, uh, he knew the religion of the Jews. He knew the letter. He knew the law of Moses. But he, he never met the living Christ until that road to Damascus. Yeah. Right. And uh, I shared on our other radio program that whole scenario talking about the foundation of success. And... Uh, 
any any Christians, any man that know God, his foundation of success is his encounter, his first visitation or his first encounter with Jesus Christ and the living God. Not the knowledge of Christ, but the encounter with the living Christ. And see, that's what makes the difference uh, when it comes to sons versus ministers. Uh, a lot of ministers have a lot of knowledge, but sons, they've been with Jesus, and they are able to minister him from a different level. And this is what makes the difference. And see, that's what God has raised up, men that's encountered him. Remember, he said, who do men say that I am? <laughs> right? And, uh, <laughs> that's right. And uh, uh, Peter's eyes were flooded with light by the fallen, and uh, he saw Jesus after the Spirit for the first time. Though he had been with him many days, he didn't know him. And from that encounter, Jesus said, now we can do something with that. And that's mm -hmm. the remnant I'm talking about, yeah. the called out ones. The ones, because the ecclesia means the called out ones. Those he's called out, see. And uh, those disciples are the ones he's going to build with. If you look at the scripture, he took the 12 and the 3, he began to build. Mm. And uh, uh, he couldn't do nothing. He couldn't build with the 5,000 or the 70. <laughs> that attitude. But the attitude of the 12 and the 3, he begins to build. Mm. And uh, to make a difference and to, and to take over, see. And, uh, this is where the book of Acts is so powerful. That same Jesus, and that's what I want to discuss right now. That same Jesus, he said, that the angel told them when he ascended, he said that same Jesus is coming again. But in the meantime, he left us something. <laughs> mm. A paraclete, if you would, a friend or, or another, just like unto him, the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost is, is, is the third, we know it's the third person of the Trinity, but he's in charge right now in our lives. And uh, he's the one that is, is causing us to... Uh, Remember all the things that were said about Christ. He said he's going to bring back to your remembrance everything that I've said. He's going to show you uh, and reveal to you things that you don't know. He's going to guide you. And, uh, and see, this is kingdom relationship right here. And uh, if we go to, let's go to the book of Luke so we can continue in the word here a little bit. <clears throat> and uh, continue by our continual coming to him <laughs> make the difference. We see here in the book of Luke, uh, it begins to teach his disciples how to pray. And uh, it's a powerful prayer, man. It's more than just, you know, a religious prayer. It's a powerful prayer, but we'll get into that in the next time. Let's redeem the time. Uh, if you go down to verse 5, it says, And he said unto them, Which of you, having a friend, shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me these loaves, three loaves. For a friend of mine is in a journey and has come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not. The door is now shut. My children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. Verse 8, he says, I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. So we see here again the word importunity actually means persistence. Because of his persistent coming, he's going to rise and give him all he needs. Once again, he's talking about staying consistent in our seeking God and our coming to him concerning our nation right now. We have to continue. We have to be persistent. And we have to keep knocking. And this is what we're going to make the difference right here, see. Because he said... 
Though he's your friend, he will not do it. Yet, because of your continual knocking on that door, he's going to get up. <laughs> mm. This is where faith comes in. you got to keep knocking. That situation that hasn't changed yet, don't quit. Just keep knocking. Keep keep seeking God over it. Your child or that situation, I mean, long term, don't stop. Keep seeking God. Keep seeking God. See, this is where we don't know what's going on in the spirit world. There may be resistance from the enemy. There may be situations that we don't know. But Jesus says, have faith that God's word is true. Amen. And uh, if we read on down, you see that his word is true. And I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given. Yes. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door shall be open. See, we keep knocking, the door is going to be open. Mm. If we keep knocking. And uh, now... I want to talk about the Holy Spirit. I had a a, a listener, uh, Prince, to call me last week about the Holy Spirit. And uh, I had two of the listeners, as a matter of fact, from your area call me. All right. About the Holy Ghost. And uh, one was sharing that uh, he wanted to know, uh, just because he didn't speak in tongues, did that mean that he did not have the Holy Spirit? Hmm. (laughs) And the other one wanted to know, was it necessary to have the Holy uh, speaking tongues. <laughs> mm. So let's look at this from a kingdom perspective and uh, see how the simplicity of Christ is, is so easy to receive from the Father if we just understand what he's saying. Here we see Jesus saying, if you ask, right here he says, ask and it shall be given, right? Right. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto thee. For everyone that asketh, receive it. He that seeketh, find it. To him that knocketh, it shall be open. Now listen to this. If a son shall ask bread of any of you, that is his father, will he not give him a, will you give him a stone? Or will you ask for a fish? Will you, a fish, will you give him a serpent? Or he shall ask an egg, will you give him a scorpion? If you deem being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask. Mm. Now, this is, the, this is the problem in the body of Christ. We made it such a religion. You go up to the line, and, and they, begin, they ask the question, who wants the Holy Spirit? They go up, and they lay hands on some. Some pray instantly, filled with the Holy Spirit, instantly pray in tongues. Some don't. The ones that don't, they leave believing they didn't receive the Holy Spirit. Now, my Bible says everyone that asks receive it. Amen. There's no one in Scripture it says that receiving the Holy Ghost with the gift, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. There's nowhere in the Scripture that say that. Mm. And see, what we've done, uh, we added dead works to this receiving the Holy Spirit, and that and the gesture live by faith. Yeah. Once you get on your knees and ask God for the Holy Spirit, you receive it. Now, it's up to the Lord to manifest your language or whatever he's going to do with that in his time. But your part is to believe. Yeah. See, and a lot of people, they leave the line and they didn't pray in tongue, so they believe they didn't get it. Yeah. And, and you know, that's again, like you mentioned, that's a, a religion shackle right there. Yes. There you go. And then Satan condemns them. Well, I didn't get the Holy Ghost. Must be something wrong with me. I don't have enough faith. I ain't doing something right. Da 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 da. You see how Satan begins now to work their mind. Yeah. And then for years they go on believing they didn't receive it. When the Scripture says everyone that asks receives, mm. 
everyone that knocked the door shall be open. Come on now. I'm telling you, man, yeah. this thing is powerful. God is looking for your faith, your faith. Yeah. Jesus said you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses. Is it necessary? You better believe it's necessary. Yeah. Now, when we get born again, we automatically receive the Lord's Spirit. Yes, the Spirit, the Spirit of God, born of His Spirit. But then there's another step to it where it's like this, Quincy, like you take a glass, right, and you fill it with water. Mm-hmm. And and that's the first phase. You receive the Spirit. You're born again. Now God says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now he wants that, that, that Spirit to run over. Mm. Right. So now he wants to in- baptize you and submerge you in this water. <laughs> mm. And he wants that water to run over. Now, I can tell you, I can only witness of my conversion. I told, told the lady, I said, look, years and years ago, I was in a certain denomination that didn't believe in tongues, didn't believe in all that. And there was a young man came to service one time, and and uh, I don't know what happened. I believe it was ordered of God. All of a sudden, he stood up and just started praying in tongues. First time I ever heard it in my, I think I've been in the Lord for five years, never heard that before. <laughs> And I began to say, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> and from that day forward, I went on a quest, man, to find out what was that. Yeah. All I know, I like what I heard. <laughs> I didn't understand a thing. I didn't understand a thing. But you got to understand, I was in a dry and thirsty land, brother. Amen. Mm. I mean, I heard salvation message for five years. Yeah. I was looking for the kingdom. But anyway, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm good. serious. I was looking for the kingdom of God. Yeah. Because the kingdom, of, the gospel of the kingdom is not about just getting saved. It's trying to be victorious while you save. Mm. You see? That's it. That's the, that's the kingdom. The kingdom has nothing to do. Uh, I mean, it's not just salvation uh, in of itself being saved. Salvation is the whole man, how to live victorious, yeah. how to live an overcoming life, mm. how to be successful. That's the kingdom. Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Proverbs 16.3 From Box 2 Radio Network But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanseth us from all sin. From Box 2 Radio Network in the kingdom. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Anita. We're in this last break right here, and uh, we got uh, opportunity to say thank you to our sponsors and underwriters, uh, folks like Kids Exterminating, Little Dave's Top Dollar Recycling, and also the Rough River Youth Ranch. Uh, we uh, can't do it without the support of sponsors and underwriters and individuals just like you folks. We uh, we love to do what the Lord has called us to do here at the Box 2 Radio, but we are listener-supported, and we appreciate those that support, whether that be in prayer or financially. Uh, all the different ways, even by listening, that is support. And then I was just talking during the break, it's like folks calling Brother Jeff. That is uh, other confirmation right there that uh, we're doing something here that the Lord wants us to do. Uh, folks are reaching out and 
asking questions. That's the point of all of this is to get people uh, to edify the body of Christ. And so uh, we're appreciative of Brother Jeff being here on Tuesdays. And here we are wrapping up this Tuesday morning and getting into talking about the Holy Ghost. And I'm going to let you keep going. I know you were getting ready to wind up right there going in that last break. I was just testifying, you know, what happened to me. I, you know, I begin to seek the Lord and I begin to ask Him for the Holy Spirit. And, and of course, you know, when you ask, you receive. I didn't know all that. So I asked in the first, you know, couple of nights, nothing happened. And, uh, but I kept seeking God, not understanding that once you ask, you receive. And, uh, but on the third night, man, something happened in my spirit and it exploded. I had a heavenly language, mm. uh, and uh, it was just that simple. But now I understand the scriptures. Uh, the just shall live by faith. God says, when you ask, you receive. Now, it don't mean that some manifest right away, the tongues manifest right away, but what you receive is power. The tongues are maybe a vehicle that God may use, the words, the kingdom language. It may be a vehicle, but you receive the power. Mm. And it's up to the Lord to manifest that. It's up to you to believe you receive when you ask. Is, is there some to that, though, where a person might not be letting go enough or dying enough to the flesh to allow the control of the Spirit to speak in tongues? Well, see, that's the mental ascent faith. Yeah. I'm talking about heartfelt faith. Mm. Heartfelt faith is that you release your human spirit, trusting God that he's not a man, he cannot lie. And once you ask, you begin to thank him. Father, thank you for the Holy Spirit. You said, if I ask, hallelujah, you will give me the Holy Ghost. Mm. And and you begin to lift your hands and praise it. And I'm telling you, it's up to him to manifest. He will manifest. He will give you a kingdom language. That you, My God, your spirit will be so illuminated. It'll be like a volcano goes off in your human spirit. <laughs> It may be in your, it may be in your car, it may be on your job, it may be at home. You never know when it may manifest. I've heard all types of stories when when God just erupt. You couldn't contain it. See, mm. but it's your job to believe it, not to mental assent to it and 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 try to follow some type of Pentecostal formula. No, 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 no. A religion is simply as a child believing what your father said. Ask and you shall receive. Yeah. Just that simple, and uh, childlike faith, and uh, don't worry about if you speak in tongues or not. That will come, or it may happen instantly. But believe me, if you just keep praising Him and thanking Him for the Holy Spirit, He will manifest. He will give you a kingdom language. He will illuminate and quicken your human spirit. It's automatic, man. Mm. And God has no respect of a person. He's not gonna give one to give and give the other one nothing. That's not a father. He loves us all. Right. And uh, it's his will for every man to be full and filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm. Amen. <laughs> From the Baptist to the Pentecostals. <laughs> we got Brother Randy's leaning into the mic here. He's got something to add, it looks like. Okay. Well, all right. You know, I've, I've talked to people, and they've been confused because I don't believe it's been teached or taught real well in the body of Christ. Um, you know, when we receive Christ... You know, the Holy Spirit comes within us. He dwells. It, uh, we become his habitation, our vessel. Mm. But uh, in Acts, it says, you know, the Holy Spirit fell upon them. And it's like a cloak or it comes upon you. And it, it uh, like you were saying with the glass, and you put it in a 
a container of water before long the glass disappears. It talks about mm -hmm. it in Acts 10 and Acts 15 both. There are Acts 10 and Acts 11. It said the Holy Spirit fell upon them mm. and it comes over mm. you. It's more, it's, uh, there's a difference between having them dwell within you. Like, uh, and I also teach this. I've taken a glass of water and filled it with water, a uh, glass and filled it with water. And then I've taken that whole glass and merged it in another container. And that, what's amazing is that glass almost disappears. Mm -hmm. And when he comes upon us, that's a, another uh, walk of faith. That's another step of faith, just like everything in our life with him. But uh, we yield to that yeah. um, and allowing the Holy Spirit to control us and, you know, not mindlessly, but being led by his spirit and allowing him to use our body, you know, even if it's uh, our prayer language or uh, the nine gifts of the spirit, allowing to flow through us. But um, when that comes upon us, then we have power to be witnesses. Hmm. Amen. Well, in our generation, we have the blessed, the blessing of Him sent upon us and filling us. See, hmm. Old Testament, the Bible says that the anointing came upon Samson, but it not only comes upon us; He fills us, see, God within, and that's the blessing of being on part of this dispensation of the Spirit. Hmm that we'll, we can be filled now with the Holy Spirit to the overflow and fulfill the prophecy of Jesus Christ that out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And that's the blessing of, of receiving, you know, this uh, gift from God. It's an awesome gift, man. Mm. I'm telling you, and it's a gift. You don't pay for a gift, do you? <laughs> you don't work for it. It's given to you. You, just have you don't to have to work it. for it. It's given to you freely, see? A yeah. gift is free, and uh, I just—it's God's will for every man to to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And uh, I'm telling you, it's a game changer. And uh, this is where uh, the youth, see, of this generation—they need to see power. Just words mm -hmm. don't work for them. But God has provided power. You just receive power, yeah. and that's what the youth need—the Christian youth, you know—in our fellowship, our churches. See, because a lot of our churches are dry and boring, so they just can't wait to go home and watch the, to watch the clock uh, into the services. <laughs> yeah. But once they receive the Holy Spirit, see, then things become alive, and that's what they need. See, mm -hmm. they need the living Christ. The Holy Spirit makes Christ alive, and uh, this is this is where this generation can receive power. See, to overcome Satan, to overcome their flesh, to overcome the world. See. Mm. God, thank God he didn't leave us in this thing by ourselves. Amen. And uh, I preach this to the youth everywhere. God don't expect you to re resist Satan on your own. And you shall receive power. Mm. See? And uh, this power, this ability of God, this miraculous power can overcome every circumstance you face. Amen. And, uh, yeah, yeah, God left us some uh, help here, man, I'm telling you. And uh, he's a game changer. Yeah, and that's the way we but enforce we gotta, that victory. <clears throat> that's right. Yes, yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> that's how we're forced. But we made him a religion. The Pentecostals made it a religion. The Baptists made him insignificant. And they're both wrong. Mm. See, they're yeah. both wrong. They say, if you don't pray in tongues, you're not of God. And they say, if you, uh, if you have tongues, you don't want to say. No, no, no. <laughs> I was going to say, then they'll just say that if you, do, if you do speak in tongues, you're crazy. You know? 
So there's a lot of that going on. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, brother, we appreciate you coming on again, as we always do. And uh, I love the quote that you gave us. Persistence will always break the resistance. And uh, that was even from your own personal story as you were sharing that about how uh, you asked for the spirit, brother. So that's amazing. And uh, we appreciate you coming on and teaching. And we look forward to next Tuesday. And, uh, man, just appreciate you all the way around, brother. Well, Chris, get with uh, Whitney. We talked about this summer. It'll give you the dates, update you on okay. the details, and uh, uh, people around here getting excited. So <laughs> Good deal. I know we were talking about some dates, and then he went off to do some stuff down in the Gulf, so I've been trying to leave yeah. him alone because I know he's got a lot of stuff to work on down there, but he's going to be back with us here next week, so we're excited about that as well. Well, so. he, well he told me. I talked to him last week. He said he's going to get on and get with you and start promoting this thing, and uh let that area know that we want to come and bring the gospel of the kingdom. Amen, brother. We're looking forward to it. All right. All right, Jeff. Thanks so much, man. We'll look forward to next week as well. All right. Be blessed. All right. That's Jeff Arrington, and uh, we're going to have some stuff to update you on when Brother Whitney gets here uh, about the Kingdom Summit. We're looking forward to that and having Jeff and his crew come up uh, from Texas. We even have, you know, our guest tomorrow is Bishop Larry Gators. He was asking about it not that long ago, so folks are excited. Uh, we'll get that information to you as soon as we've got it. And uh, we're here wrapping up this Tuesday morning. Uh, Thanks for listening and being with us on this Tuesday morning. Uh, We appreciate each and every one of you. This has been Voice in the Kingdom.